Groove Café. It is the Groove Cafe on RX Radio, and I am Crystal. Looking forward to chatting with my guests, learning from them. My guest today, we've been at it for the last 15 <laughs> minutes. We're like, duh, 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 duh. she is a psychologist, a certified wellness coach who is passionate about helping people discover who they are, live their purpose, and understand that wellness is not just one factor, but a compound of factors. Now, she is the founder and CEO of Iman. Wellness and lifestyle. I do have Barbara Mugambe joining oh. me on the Groove Cafe. Oh, wow! When you say all of that, I was like, "Wow, that's uh-huh. me. That's you. <laughs> that's all you." Oh wow! Yeah. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Krista. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am very good, thank you. Okay, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's, it's nice to have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I always say we have at least three months. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, I'm going to continue. You know, I told mm-hmm. my daughter, mm-hmm. like when it was 20th, Happy New Year. She's like, Mom. So we're so over it. I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we will be the ones. Because like, oh, have I seen you this year? <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> so how old is your daughter? Um, I have one who's 11 and mm-hmm. one who's 5. Okay. They're very, very... Two girls. Two girls. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very driven. I mm-hmm. think they look at me and they're like... They're very driven? At, very, very driven. At that age? age? Yes, they are. My five-year-old is work. I feel like she challenges me every single day. Well, I think every I should let you day. in on, on something. <laughs> Secondborns are, are normally very headstrong and very opinionated exactly. and, and very thought, independent. I was like, I've, oh I've talked God. to so many other people because I was asking. I'm like, what's going on with my <laughs> child? They're like, don't worry. It That's how it is. Mm-hmm. My firstborn is so quiet. She's peaceful. Mm. My secondborn is not peaceful. She is so... Mom, we need to do this and then this and then that and then this. Then you tell her, okay, we're going to wear this outfit. And she's like, no, mm-hmm. I want a dress. Mm. Going to school. <laughs> you know, you and I are going to have a sit down because you are going through what I went through. Oh, God, my, I, need, I yes, need it. I need it. I have I need a little fireball. But it's interesting when you, you know, when you talk to so many people, you begin to realize that such a simple thing like being a firstborn or the lastborn really has a huge impact on This on, is what I you. keep telling people. People are burdened. There's so much they have on their minds, what's mm-hmm. going on in this life every single day. And you sit alone. You don't you're scared to tell your friend because you're gonna be judged. You're scared to tell this other person because you're gonna be judged. Mm-hmm. And the other problem is people do not believe that the psychologists here uh how can I say it? I Ooh. want to be kind. I really want to be okay, kind. Okay, let me hear this. But they feel like the psychologists here judge a lot. Oh and after judging the ethical part of not telling their business out there, they do that. Yes. So that's actually the one. Someone did say that to me a few years ago that they had yeah. a very bad experience. Exactly. And this is one thing that has put down people seeking for help and therapy in mm. Uganda because mm-hmm. they have that scare. And I really want people to understand that, you know, whatever you're going through, when you come out and talk to someone, someone who has had a lot of stories, someone who has studied about it, you actually get the help that you need. Yes. But people want to... But it should be a judgment-free zone. It's meant to be a Mm judgment-free zone. You're supposed to go in, talk to someone. And what I keep telling my clients, the one thing we need to have, for me, 
it's one thing we need to have the chemistry mm-hmm. if I don't have the chemistry with you there's nothing that's going to go on true at all because I will ask you a question you're like oh no I don't want to tell you no 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 and then you hide things from me mm. and yet we are supposed to be an open book to each other yeah because I also have experiences that I can give you mm-hmm. and you're like I'm not alone actually the other people like me having and then you you know you learn from mm-hmm. the different experiences that you hear but people here do not want to listen. They do not want to seek for help. They're like, anyway, I can't blame them. Mm-hmm. It's like an. I feel like, you know, it's part of our upbringing because when you're children, I mean, now things have changed, but still for many traditional families, children are meant to be seen and not heard. You're not supposed to complain when you cry. Stop crying. There are children stabbing in the world. Be grateful for what you have. So, so by the time you're grown, you've already adapted to Holding it all inside. Yeah. You know, true, putting on true. that face. Exactly. My cousin. And now this Barbara here is saying, tell me. Tell me. Please come and tell me. So now I was having a conversation with my cousin and she was like, she's a bit older than I am. And she's like, Papa, you never saw it. But my parents were always like, get out of the room. The visitors are here. As in, uh-huh. <laughs> you, you are raised with the fear of, I can't be in the room with the visitors mm-hmm. and have a normal conversation. Thank you. You are just... Anyway, you I'm, might embarrass your parents <laughs> you might say something wrong so I believe it's something because you know how our parents are raised mm. is the same way that they can keep bringing it up yeah okay it's mm-hmm. like a generational mm-hmm. thing yes but then for them the thing is what I can talk about our traditional the African tradition society mm-hmm. when we're being raised not us our parents 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 mm-hmm. as in the real African tradition society yes yes it was a community. Mm-hmm. So it being a community, you understand the men would go and hunt. Yes. The women would end up going to uh, the to farm water, to dig or something to like that. Dig. And they'll be talking, you see. Yes. And there was, it there was, was judgment. therapy. Oh, there was yes. their therapy. And then after you look after that, they tell you when you're young, when you're 16, 17 or 14, go to your singer. Mm. And you know, you, you go to your singer, even the men go to the kojas. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to your uncles, talk, understand, yeah. And then even when you have marital problems, the men would sit down. They're like, now this and this and this and this. You speak to the elders, right? Exactly. You Mm -hmm. see, that was the kind of therapy that was there. Thank you you for that reminder. (laughs) Mm. And you see even how now I can be a wellness coach and I'm like, yeah, in the morning to get your dopamine up and everything, shower cold water. Mm -hmm. Those guys wake up at 5 a.m. and shower their cold water and start the day. Uh After digging, they come back, pour some more cold water as in their mindset was very, very fresh and Mm -hmm. they knew this is what's supposed to be done. Even though they're sad, they had, okay, now you're young, go, put your singer. She's going to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Put your kojas, they're going to talk to you. But right now, our parents, even me, my dad, if you try to bring a conversation of like, now daddy, it's like, what? Eh, Your mother. You know, and Go to your mother. And oh my god! And then my mother is like, "What? Be strong." <laughs> You know, they're even afraid to tell you to go to your singer because they really they don't, yeah. they don't even understand. And now we're growing up, we have walls around us. Exactly. Like we're not close to our family. You cannot trust so them. There's no one you, to talk to. Exactly. So the people way back were way better than us. So that's why we are here, psychologists, mm-hmm. therapists, psychiatrists, trying to tell people, come, it's okay to talk. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you said that you know your sister said to you you never saw this 
but we used to be chased out just when no. they were visitors. Yes. So how come you never saw it? Oh, Have I was ever... a little one. <laughs> oh, so you were the baby. I was the baby and I was always like, why do I need to be there mm-hmm. and go play some? I was always playing mm-hmm. on the swings outside. I was always an outside child, which mm-hmm. our children today are not. But mm-hmm. we should teach them to be outside. Yes, because again, that contributes to your health exactly, and your wellness. Because imagine your mind is focused on the screen 100%. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you're challenging your brain to do. Nothing. Thank you. It's not getting any vitamin D. You, you're not doing nothing. You're just there on the screen. So I keep telling my daughter, you need to move. So she has started doing gymnastics, skating. And so mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I'm not on the top all the time. And I'm like, good. That's good. Because I also chase them out. I'm like, I, I, I don't care what you do. Go. Ride your bicycle. Get yeah. your, 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 you know, your roller get skates out of, out the, of house. the house. It's important. It's very uh, important. A friend of mine has been on a very interesting spiritual journey, which is about energy and how um, we get so much energy from the earth right I'm just throwing this in here (laughs) Uh, but she was talking about simple things like just walking barefoot in grass like how there's something that is magical that animals get all the time but we as human beings without shoes in concrete in the house all the time don't get why are you walking out without shoes Mm -hmm. get shoes but for that I would say spiritual journey is also like something of mindfulness mm-hmm. be present mm. so I keep telling my clients as in just feeling the grass it mm-hmm. has something to it it feels so nice it feels nice you know because really you're wearing shoes the sweat it is hot as in some of them can even be hurting you <laughs> the mm-hmm. heels but just walking in the grass and just taking in nature mm-hmm. it's I think it's the most beautiful thing anyone can do yeah. because I get a lot of um anxiety attacks okay so when i get them even this room feels like it's going to <laughs> oh, take me i'm oh. sorry because <laughs> so we're in enclosed space yes. yes so i walk mm-hmm. i just go walk so looking at the birds seeing the trees just the nature it's mm-hmm. it's enough to bring your mind in that same place that you need it to be because the anxiety is the fear we have the fear of tomorrow the future mm-hmm. yeah. we have the fear of the past what would have happened so I'm having this entire conversation in my mind <laughs> <laughs> it's not even there yet or it'll happen and mm-hmm. it's not going to come back and I'm not in the present so mm-hmm. when you're taking that walk you're in the present True. at that moment and that's just some therapy right there exactly. it's free by the way you're giving out all of this for free <laughs> no nature is so powerful yeah. so Barbara take me back you're mm. a psychologist uh, were you born in Uganda did you grow up here yes I was born in Uganda I grew up here I was in Kampala parents I uh-huh. moved to Green Hill Mrs. Oman Mrs. Wambuzi was still there uh-huh. yeah and um, what can I say I struggled through life wondering what really I wanted to do in life. Okay. Yeah. So it started well, off... What did you think in high school? <laughs> in high school? Yes. I was like, I want to be a cook. That's okay. what I wanted to be. Yeah, I want to be a chef. I'm working like big hotels. That okay. Was like my entire what, was energy. This, was this inspired by a love for food or <laughs> just a love for cooking and love feeding? For, love for food. Mm-hmm. Trying the different recipes. Mm-hmm. I... I Cooking is my therapy, by uh-huh. the way. Cooking is my therapy. <laughs> I will go in the kitchen, even though I'm having a bad day, and cook out something. And my daughter is like, Mom, that's amazing. And that's enough for me, mm-hmm. really. Not even a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So cooking was always my go-to. I was like, this is what I wanted to do. 
instead of catering at uh, Makara Business School. Oh, yeah, okay. So you followed through a bit? Yeah. Okay. I did it all and um, got a degree even. Wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got a degree in mm-hmm. Bachelor of Catering and Hotel Management. Mm. But then that was not it on me. Okay. Yeah, I had my first daughter. When I had my first daughter, I had um, high blood pressure. So I got um, edema as so big. Life was not good. Mm. Yeah, life was really not good for me. So I started reading about it, understanding what I can do for myself, mm-hmm. understanding how, because, you know, even doctors in Uganda can really, really, really disorganize your head. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I was in the theater and the man came and was like, so now we're either serving you or the baby, pick one. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, yeah, your condition is not going anywhere. So... You know, you're telling a 20-year-old right now that her life is just, nothing is is going to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? This cannot be my life. Because every single, even though I would step out of the house, my mom would be like, where are you going? Why are you going? As in, you're going to come back. Your high blood pressure is going to be up. And this is in your 20s. Is this in my 20s? Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, this cannot be my life. And I was always a person wait, who wait, wanted wait. to So travel. this is even after your daughter was born? Yes. Because I can relate. I also have high blood pressure. Every time yeah. I was pregnant, it would go crazy. But after, after it would it kind was, of settle down. No way. Mine was there every single time. I'll oh, be in the hospital. It was so annoying being on injections every single time. The medicine was giving me Uzi. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's that one called Nymphedipine. Mm-hmm. It gives you like a loud sound. Yes, in your, <laughs> like a weird ringing in your exactly. ears, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this can't be my life. I can't be like this every single day. Mm-hmm. So I kept reading and reading. And there's someone who told me, you know, when you start exercise five minutes a day, that's all you need. Start it will make five. a huge difference. And five minutes a day every day was different it made the biggest difference in me mm-hmm. as in i wish i could even show you photos i don't have the photos <laughs> I, I was two sizes okay bigger mm-hmm. it kept going down and going down and going down and i didn't need the medicine anymore mm-hmm. but then that time with my first daughter i decided to just continue taking the medicine my second daughter it came up went down never came back mm-hmm. continued the entire i read more I work out more. Mm-hmm. I work with um, some ladies at safe places. So whenever they're asking me, so Barbara, what do you think? Oh God, she's going to tell us to go to the gym. <laughs> and I'm like, why? why <laughs> doesn't have to so be the gym. Like, you, you can so dance in your me? house. I told her, do you know even dancing is therapy? She's like, for you, things are all necessary. And I'm like, you see, yeah, this is... <laughs> This is why I want to come out and tell people, when you're talking about wellness, I just don't mean the physical part of it. Mm-hmm. People, please. Because even though you work on your physical, because, you know, some people can say, I went to the gym or I started working out because I didn't like how I look. Mm-hmm. Even though you change the way you look, mm-hmm. your mind will still not be satisfied. Oh, yes, yes. You're not, you, you haven't changed your mindset at all. You know, and if you don't sort that out, you, you you're don't still going to go to the much. gym, and then you're going to have those mindless eating things that have been going mm-hmm. on in your head over and over. So you need to work on that. Work on your physical, your emotional, mm-hmm. your spiritual. Because, and then when I tell people spiritual, I'm like, I don't mean that not be aligned in okay, God, or mm-hmm. even though some people it's the universe, and it's yes. okay. Yes, the it's universe, completely, yes, energy. Bit- as long as you know there's a higher being than you, mm-hmm. is that's what you put it out to. You know, you have the faith because I keep telling people you need to have the faith that you can do it. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be okay. 
and there's a higher being then mm-hmm. than I am, you know. Yes, Everything's yes. going to be fine. Mm-hmm. There were things before me, you know, they worked out. I think that's so important because once you believe in a higher power, I mean, you realize that you are not as in control of your life as you Thank think you, you are. Thank and you. and it's not like you said, it's not about being so religious, <laughs> but life happens things happen Happen. and they're out of our control exactly you are spiraling (laughs) if you do not begin to accept that and then realize that you have to rely on something bigger than yourself yourself. you see because something can happen in your life Mm -hmm. you don't have control and you say you know what universe allah (laughs) god it's in your hands Mm -hmm. it's okay you know let me just leave it there. Because you see, I feel like as individuals, as people, we dwell on the problem. Oh, yes. I never <laughs> look for the solution. Ooh. You see, you, you are dwelling These on are, that problem. Uh, this again. problem is here. No, 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 no. Okay, the problem is there. Then What's what? the solution? Mm-hmm. Why aren't you focusing your mind on the solution? Mm. When you're saying, okay, this happened. You see, like, when I'm going to bed, mm-hmm. even though the day has been bad, what was right mm-hmm. in that day? Yeah, yeah. What was right? Because I can't say, okay, the day was bad. Not what, every, what? You, did you manage to have lunch? <laughs> exactly, you managed that's, to have lunch. That's a highlight. You're healthy. You're, you're not like sick. Food. You're, not in, <laughs> you're not in hospital. True. You're in your bed. Do you know what went right? We are always, this problem, I have this problem and this problem. But what is your solution? Mm. I believe Knowing, yes, the problem is there, but what is the solution? I think focusing your mind on the solution gives you a much better positive mindset than mm-hmm. dwelling on the problem. Because when you dwell on the problem, it's negative. Yes, Everything thank you. Everything you get is a negative emotion. You have negative to emotion. force yourself to have a more positive mindset. And it makes such a difference. It totally does. Because in psychology, I think the first thing that I keep telling my clients when we're starting is your thoughts create your feelings mm-hmm. which will create your reality yes that is very as, very true as long as you wake up and say this is going to be a bad day mm-hmm. <laughs> really you have already called it out to be a and bad day and if you're whining day. and complaining and <laughs> all the time this is <laughs> bad that is bad this person did this, 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 this. Well, exactly this your thoughts which is creating your feeling which ends up creating your reality so if you wake up in the morning, because I we love to journal. Mm-hmm. I wish we, everyone would learn how to journal mm-hmm. or even just speak in your phone if you mm-hmm. don't want to. Voice notes. <laughs> yeah, voice notes. <laughs> as in, if you could just put your feelings on paper, mm-hmm. you could always understand, okay, that's my thought. But how do I change that thought so that I can get a positive feeling? Because telling you to change your thought process and it's not that there's lack of negative emotion mm. or anything yes Those things are there because you must have the balance yes mm-hmm. it's not that you're going to wake up every single day and be positive positive mm-hmm. positive have you been no life can first kick you you're like okay just given me <laughs> now let me get up because i tell you for how many times you fall seven get up eight yeah as in hello the thing is how are you getting up Mm-hmm. How are you changing that thought process? How are you going to change your feeling? How are you going to change your own reality? And what are you going to do differently? Because exactly. I feel like we're also stuck in the cycle of doing the same <laughs> things, the same way, complaining about oh it. Oh God, you just reminded me. I was having this entire... You know, even me, I was stuck in the same mindset of, I want to be like how I was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And 
And I'm like, but who you were five years ago is not who you are right now. True. You have changed. So how do you live with the change and learn how to evolve? See, people can be like, I want to be the weight that I was when I was 25. <laughs> but please, <laughs> I feel attacked right now. I do. <laughs> I was sitting with my girlfriends the other day and we were talking about starting the year this year yeah. by decluttering. And mm-hmm. we've all held on to all these little dresses <laughs> that we wore way back in the day. Like, got to fit in this dress. I'm like, do you know the stress these dresses have given us for all these years? Give them away. Let it go. Exactly. And focus on just staying healthy, staying active, you know? Exactly. And you know, the funniest thing is when you start to focus on yourself, even though you say, I'm going to do three workouts a week, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have my portions. Because I believe, I don't even want it to be something that, um, what I believe is, Mm -hmm. if I'm starting out with nutrition, I eat when I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. You see how they tell you breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and and, and but I'm not hungry. <laughs> but I'm beginning to learn that people who told us that, huh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. you're not hungry. Because I'm good until midday or even two Thank p.m. You. I'm good. So if I have my bottle of water, because mm-hmm. you need to stay hydrated at Absolutely. least, have the water. Mm-hmm. Have your water, and when you feel hungry, get what you want to eat and have a protein. Have a vegetable, have, you know, don't mm-hmm. just put hey, rice, <laughs> <laughs> then spaghetti, <laughs> then you <laughs> chapati, <laughs> a nice big thick one <laughs> on the side. It's like, and then a teaspoon of greens, <laughs> a teaspoon, and then you have like four pieces of meat. Uh-huh. And then you're like, hey, but boy, <laughs> no, even though you want to have that chapati, eh? okay, let's do half the chapati. And you have the chapati, you sip on a vegetable, mm-hmm. it's still filling. Yes, but you see, we are looking at a way to have our bodies till we're like 60 mm. or 70 and we still look fit and we can walk and it's not these things of uh, and that is a reminder is. right yeah, that is a reminder is. we still need these bodies we do need them even though you see someone works someone like ah, I don't care no, no, no. 10 years later you'll be like that I don't care is now checking up on you mm-hmm. yeah it, it's way better to start early I love food Mm-hmm. I love food. As in, I would want to go to the buffet and just. But even your stomach doesn't want all that food. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, you just. I have learned. <laughs> you know, there's this mentality of I don't know. Free food is the most dangerous thing. Number one, which is <laughs> why we anything. see people free, free anything. anything. <laughs> but like a buffet, right? It's yeah. like you feel like you're cheating yourself if you don't have a bit of everything. No, you're not. It's okay to leave some things. It's okay to skip. Before I started wellness and everything. And my husband would pay for like the buffet mm-hmm. and he would pick something so small and I'm like, do you know how much you've paid? <laughs> <laughs> my money! Gwen, no, we need to eat. <laughs> like, okay, so I put the food, what you can handle is what you eat. It's not what you, you can. Do you know how much we've paid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> As in, can't we just wait like an hour? <laughs> then we and we go again. back. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Just grab food and we go. <laughs> So, Barbara, tell me, um, when did you decide to go back to school to do psychology? I decided to go back to school to do after my second born. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always something I needed to do. When it reached when I was like uh, 24, mm-hmm. I decided, okay, I love helping people. 
Mm-hmm. It's one thing I think any psychologist when you start hearing them when they start talking the thing is about I love helping people mm-hmm. as in for me it's about You can't do this if you don't. Exactly you cannot. Last year I went on a break. Mm. Because I had seen so many clients I needed a therapist as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it reached that yeah, point. Yeah, you have to take care of yourself exactly, too. Exactly, cuz your mind gets to dwell on so many things and then you need to talk and then you need to process that person's thing you need mm-hmm. to process another person you need to process another person then you need to process your own thing uh-huh. as an individual because mm-hmm. if, you, if you, someone <laughs> say you're a psychologist you have all the answers no I don't also me life gives me <laughs> like oh. I always say doctors have the worst habits they tell you don't drink don't, don't smoke do yeah. but yeah. they have some of the worst habits exactly so we are human beings at the end of the day at the end so I I went back I did uh, psychology Macare government sponsorship it was beautiful beautiful course mm-hmm. three years graduated last year okay so it has been amazing um, starting my masters this year mm-hmm. and as in I even wanted to break out and say maybe I just focus on organizational psychology so that I but that's not where my passion is mm-hmm. see I think we have this passion and this purpose of life Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you living your purpose? Is it your passion? Because my passion is something that it can even be your side hustle, something that like me, mm-hmm. right? I really love spin class. I love working out. Oh. Than that. <laughs> I I have we have much a, respect by <laughs> the way. I have only watched the videos of spin class, and I'm like, this one is not for me. And once you come to my class, you will love it. <sighs> yes, okay. I am going to. I need to try it out. Yes, mm-hmm. so we have Coach Ramadan um, Rama. So he comes and he's like, Barbara, you have the hype. Let's just do it. So mm-hmm. he does like half the class and he's like, Barbara, I'm giving you these songs. Then I'm like, but no, I'm not ready. He's like, please, you've been ready for years. You've been doing this for how long? <laughs> okay. Like, I've been in the back. Uh-huh. So now that's my passion. I like taking people through a workout. Okay. That's my passion. Mm-hmm. My purpose in life is also helping people clear their minds. Mm-hmm. Be your best version. As in, I don't want people to say I'm just living. Mm. I want you to say I'm thriving. Yes. There's a difference. There's mm-hmm. a difference. You're living. You wake up, eat food, go on and on. And that's practically your life. And then tomorrow start again, repeat. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just repeat, repeat, repeat. But I want you to say I'm thriving in my life. You know, I wake up, pray, mm-hmm. do a bit of yoga or take a walk, wait for the sun, have a cup of tea, think it out, what is going to be good today. You know, start your thought mm. process really well. Other than starting your day, oh no, I have these reports. And then after, as in, you start your day in a rush mm-hmm. and you don't even take time for yourself to just breathe. I'm hearing that more and more. You yeah. know, you talked about the cold shower. Talked yes. about, I mean, now you're talking about having a bit of quiet time in the morning. Even though it's Before you minutes. begin your day. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. something you need to do as a person. Because this world is loud. It's yes. really loud. <laughs> There's no it, other way to put it. Exactly. It is so loud. So how are you taking time out for yourself to think for yourself to see, okay, fine, this is going to go like this, but I want it to go like this. Because we also have the thing of the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. It's there. It is real. And it's energy. It's just a matter of vibes. Yes. What vibes are you putting out uh-huh. there? If your vibes are just, oh my God, I cannot do this anymore. No, no, no. 
just by saying I cannot do this the Mm -hmm. tongue is the strongest thing that God also gave us Mm -hmm. whatever you speak through the tongue the universe listens Mm -hmm. brings it all back so positivity attracts positivity Positivity, clearly Mm -hmm. and even though you're going through something negative how can you change that negative into a positive Mm. because I kept uh, talking to someone who was like yeah I did um, they were drug addicts so they were going through the fact of um I knocked down as in the car everything and I'm like so okay that's what's terrible mm-hmm. but something you, bad that happened exactly but then don't you think you should be glad you're alive mm. you don't have any broken limbs mm-hmm. you're healthy you're in rehab Zin. <laughs> you're working on yourself so so forgive yourself as well, exactly. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Learn how to forgive yourself and also look, okay, that happened. But what are you learning out of it? Mm-hmm. Look for the positive. You see, okay, fine. Um, I don't know what example I can give you. I feel like, how do they say it? Mm. We feel so bad for ourselves that we stay in that rut mm. and do not decide to come out of it. Yeah. That's the, what you said earlier. We dwell. We Just, dwell you, and we... we that, it's almost like we we soak in our problems. Exactly. And it's like you just put up a bath and you're like, let me sit here and just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is where I need to be. And <laughs> that's why it's important to give ourselves tough love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because as I said, self-care and self-love is also equal to tough love mm-hmm. to yourself. Thank you. I think that's important <laughs> because some people have taken it the other direction. No, 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 no. no. Self-care, give... self-love. Mm-hmm. It's about listening to yourself even in the tough moments. Okay. Mm-hmm. Giving yourself that harsh love and you're like, okay. But on the back, I took it in. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, one thing that I keep noticing with people, when we're in a negative emotion or feeling negative, we want to run away from that emotion. And after running away from that emotion, we either look for a bad habit, like let's go drink or let's go do something Mm -hmm. or let's do this. Yes. But that problem is still there. It's (laughs) It's not going away. Exactly. That emotion is going to come back. So we do not like sitting, dwelling, feeling it. And we advise whatever negative emotion you get, feel it. Mm-hmm. If you want to cry, cry. If you want to scream, scream. And, and then you can move on, right? And then you can move on. Because you notice after feeling it, dealing with it, and talking to yourself, okay, this happened, da, da, da. but then this, I'm here. I'm breathing. I'm healthy. Because what we take for granted is there are people in Malago who are on oxygen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are waking up in the morning. You can breathe. You, as in you like, you have water. You can bathe. As in, some people cannot even be taken, cannot go to the bathroom. Someone yes. Take them to the bathroom. So, so that's gratitude. Exactly. Waking up with the, having the attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Because we've completely forgotten. You just say, oh my God, my problems, my, oh God. Every day, it's about what is wrong, what happened. Oh but my why aren't gosh. we looking at what is right? Mm-hmm. You understand? What is right? What is going right? Because there's no way that 100% everything is going wrong. It cannot be. It can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it cannot. You know, we have people who deal with so much and then they come out of it. Mm. Amazing conversation with Barbara Mugambe, a psychologist and certified wellness coach on the Groove Cafe. Today, we continue this conversation tomorrow between 4 and 5 p.m. Groove Cafe.